0: You are listening to the Anna Zabo show, where we have conversations about God, gospel, and the matters of life. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider posting your review on iTunes. Your voice matters. By the way, that's how iTunes determines what my podcast or any podcast is about, based on your reviews. So please take a moment. And go post your review on iTunes. All right, so today is Saturday, October the 14th, and I promised you last Saturday that we will be talking about how to feel and also forgiveness. And I did prepare that content for you, but um, I was volunteering today at an amazing event and I decided not to talk about how to feel, not to talk about forgiveness, but instead talk about empowerment. Specifically, empowering women. Women like you and me, I need empowerment every day. If you do need empowerment, if you also want to empower others, this is it. This is the podcast for you. And on my way from the event, when I was driving home to uh, a rush (laughs) so I can quickly record this podcast and post it before 12 a.m., so it's actually on Saturday, since that's what I promised you, that I'll be posting a podcast every Saturday, I actually wrote a new poem, and that's what I'm going to be sharing with you in the end. All right, I want to tell you about this event. Um, I was volunteering today at the... um, Dancing with the Stars, organized by uh, DeKalb County Solicitor General. And the stars dancing on the stage were actually uh, the police chief, the sheriff. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so much fun. I was there representing the Women's Resource Center to End Domestic Violence. It is the Cap County, Georgia official safe house. I don't think I ever shared on this podcast how I even got to be a part of Women's Resource Center, but I wanted to tell you today and I wanted to tell you about the event and I wanted to tell you about some of the stories. I wanted to share with you about the encounter I had with an amazing woman whose name was Joy. And also I wanted to share with you something that was a part of my empowerment talk giving um, this past February at an empowerment event for women. And I thought, wow, today I feel so empowered and I empowered others today. And that's why I want to talk to you about this topic today. So let me tell you about the Women's Resource Center to Domestic Violence. <laughs> if you know my story, a part of it from slash about You know that I uh, experienced domestic violence. Basically, I came to the United States of America in 2008. Specifically, I came here on July 31st, 2008, and I married an amazing man who was a true prince charming. While we were dating and traveling around the world. Um, I had never been to America and we just met in different places in the world and spent time together and he also came to Kursk, Russia, where I'm from and where I lived while I was graduating from two schools. I have a doctor degree in criminal justice and at the same time I was getting my business degree. Uh, So I I graduated in 2008 on February 21st from a business school with a business degree and on July 18th, I graduated from a law school with my JD and on the 31st of July, I came to the United States and never left since then. I'd never been outside of US. So what happened to me is on September 8th, 2008 already, I was driving barefoot in my pajamas trying to escape abuse. And my face was bleeding. The story was actually on TV and in many magazines. You can actually find it online. If you look up Anna Stevens, that was my name um, until I got married last year. So Anna Stevens with the V, you'll find this story on WSB TV and you can find it in other places. But basically, I I was beaten. And there were four police reports before police took me away. They just basically took me away on April 9th, 2009, took me to a shelter um, for victims of domestic violence here in Georgia, called International Women's House. That's where I lived. Um, but the services I received were from the Women's Resource Center to domestic violence. So which services did I actually need? Well, everything you can possibly imagine. I needed legal help with my divorce. I needed legal help with obtaining a restraining order against my abuser. Um, The problem was that I didn't speak any English in 2009. I actually told myself while living in a shelter, listening to Frank Sinatra, and I shared that story in my book called Turn Your Dreams and Wants into Achievable Smart Goals. So, since I told myself English, when I got on the other side of domestic violence and my life was kind of re established, I started volunteering. Because during 2009, not having documents, not speaking English. I needed essential services. Outside of legal help, I also needed somebody to drive me places. There is not very good public transportation here in Atlanta, and I needed help from people translating, and I needed help just from, in every aspect of life you can possibly imagine. I had food stamps, I had free cell phone from the government, I had free health insurance from Grady hospital. I had a free immigration attorney because my story was ridiculous. I'm actually, I am a recipient of VAWA violence against women application. So I obtained my immigration status based on my domestic violence case. And now I'm a citizen of the United States. But I had to go through all of that and get empowered. I had to survive for a very long time to get to a place of thriving. So, Women's Resource Center is not just some agency out there in Cop County that I've heard of. They lived my story with me. They are my story. They are a part of my story. So when I can, I go and support them at different events. I go to their fundraisers and Every Christmas day, I volunteer from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Every Christmas day, I volunteer there in the shelter with women and children. And it's been very fulfilling for me. And today's event was a fundraiser for the Women's Resource Center and International Women's House. And the Cobb County Police is my favorite police on earth. They work not just police, but Magistrate Court of DeKalb County, they work so closely with the Women's Resource Center. They work so closely with women who are abused. For example, to defend myself, I had to hit my ex-husband in the face, and he had scratches, so when police arrived, I was so grateful that they didn't take me to jail, because when I arrived to the shelter where I lived, many women, victims of domestic violence came there from jail, from other counties. So imagine, not only did they endure abuse, but they were taken to jail for protecting themselves and defending themselves. So the Women's Resource Center to End Domestic Violence and the Cap County Police and Magistrate Court partnered many years ago to undo those kinds of rec- records on women's, on women's uh, record history And I just love all the work they do in the community. So this was the first ever Dancing with the Stars with the Cobb County police, and it was so much fun. And I volunteered there with a woman who is a child um, who survived domestic violence. So she's an adult child survivor of domestic violence. She's now going through a lot. You know, when you experience things like this, which is also what I endured in my childhood, we then have those marriages um, where we choose our partners in a way that we face the same thing again and again, violence and abuse and mental manipulation, physical, manipulation, financial, sexual, and all of that. So we talked and after she shared with me, I said, I want to tell you something. And I said to her, you are a princess, a daughter of the king, loved and accepted, sanctified and redeemed. And when I said it, there were tears in her eyes. And you know that I wrote this little poem and I wrote this little devotionals, 52 devotionals, seeking in the Bible to understand who I am in Christ. Because you know that last year I married, I got married to a guy who abandoned the marriage right away, traded me in for a bicycle. I endured so much mental cruelty every day at home. And so when I was invited to speak at an event, um, I think oh. it was in February, it was in February and I was going through severe depression, going through all this mental cruelty, going through second divorce with this husband of mine who decided he doesn't want to be married anymore and all he wants is to be an Iron Man, I was invited to speak at an empowerment event and I'm going to share with you just what I prepared for those women and kind of what I shared with them while going through all of that. So, I'm actually dedicating this podcast to the hostess of that event, and her name is Tamiko Lori Pugh. So, who is Tamiko? She is an empowerment diva. She is a survivor of domestic violence. She is doing great work in the world empowering women, women who survived women who are in the middle of violence, and she's also my friend. And I want to share with you a story, (laughs) a story how she empowered me. So I'm going to share this first with you before I share about her event. Um, No, you know what? Let me share with you what what I did at her event, and then I will share with you how she empowered me personally. Okay. So let me find this in my notes. Here's what I prepared for her event. And the question she asked me was, what does the word empowerment mean to you? Now, I remember as I'm reading this at the time I was living in our marital residence in coming, I was driving five hours a day to go to work indicator downtown i had two back injuries i fell twice (laughs) i was enduring all kinds of nonsense from my husband who served me at the time with second divorce papers imagine (laughs) so this is i was in the middle of depression experiencing all kinds of Nonsense and suicidal thoughts being very very sick and just um, I Don't know Not in a good place So this is the most vulnerable Speech I think I ever made Uh, Let me hold on one second log, log me in on my laptop. And you guys, again, remember this, I'm delivering this to you unedited. This is raw material. You get what you, (laughs) you just get, you know, what you get with me. I'm not editing out anything. It's just a real deal you get from me. So I'm just going to hit publish today and it's yours. Okay, so she asked me, and that is Tamiko. She asked me at her empowerment event for women, where I was a speaker. What does the word empowerment mean to you? And I said, Wikipedia defines empowerment as authority or power given to someone to do something and also the process of becoming stronger and more confident, especially in the sense of controlling your own life and claiming your own rights. And I said, to me, it's both. I feel that God empowers me by giving me authority. To live the life that glorifies Him, but also I, through my free will and daily actions, become more empowered the more I live that life in a way that's glorifying to God. One example is my husband of eight months filed for divorce after four months of marriage, dismissed it two months later, and then filed for divorce again yesterday. So, guys, okay, this is not February, I'm sorry. I was served with these divorce papers on the 13th of January. So this is probably the 14th of January, I guess. So this is one day after I was served with that second divorce summons. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay, here's what else I said. I said a a total of $10,000 in attorney fees, so much stress and pain, But I am refusing to give into His drama and I'm keeping a perspective every day that I am a princess, a daughter of the King, loved and accepted, sanctified and redeemed. Our God calls me by my name. He has me in the palm of His hand. So in the midst of all this, my work performance evaluation came out as exceeds expectations and I received a salary raise. I continue volunteering and making a difference in our community and I'm able to do it from a place of empowerment, tapping into it daily with God's help. That's what the concept of empowerment means to me personally. You choose empowerment. You do it with your thoughts, words, and actions every day. That's what I said the day after I served with that second divorce summons. And by the way, guys, just so you know, yesterday was the 13th again of October. So, you know, Michael uh, came into my life on the 13th of November, 2015. He served me with the second divorce summons on the 13th of January. Yesterday, on Friday, the 13th of October, I got new paperwork from the court. I told you that a few weeks ago we had the divorce jury trial. We're now divorced. And now it's way more than $10,000 in attorney fees. So he filed another paperwork with Forsyth County again yesterday. And we're going to court again next month. He is now asking me to pay $50,000 to his attorney. So it's never ending. And when I talk to you about empowerment, this is a real thing for me every day. I promise you. This is coming straight from my heart. So the second question she asked me, we all encounter some sort of failure in life. How have you handled and moved forward from past failures? And when she asked me this, I'm like, I feel failure i'm like leaving it out right now in the midst of these divorces with this husband who doesn't want to even be married to me because he wants to be married to a bicycle and i just was trying to even wrap my head around this and this is what i said in my 34 years god delivered me from so much adversity childhood abuse rape hunger addiction divorce domestic violence homelessness, and narcissistic abuse. And every time He blessed me with spiritual gifts. He gave me comfort so I can comfort others in pain. He's been my strength when I was weak. He empowered me so I can then go and inspire and empower others. Because of it, I don't believe there is such thing as failure. I think there are obstacles. Challenges, reroutes, and lessons learned. I am here in front of you today, heartbroken, suffering through severe depression, tapping into God's empowerment to get up every morning in the midst of these divorces, living through another season of adversity, but I don't think I'm failing. Actually, I wrote out the 8 things I really believe about this topic and I'll read them to you. That's what I said and here's what I read to them. Life is a series of seasons. There are messes and there are successes. Challenges come and go, and that's how we learn to become wiser and stronger. Persevering through tough times, we grow and become a better version of ourselves. God promised us we will have troubles in this world so He can be our strength and He can grow our character and faith to make us His. Glory on display. Spiritual gifts come wrapped in adversity. Do you want the gift? Then you got to take some adversity. If you've been through mess, you have a message. Turn your mess into a message now. Your spiritual gift is only a gift if you share it. Give it to others who need it today. Between what happens to us and what we do with what happens to us lies the power of our choice. We are empowered. We choose to use our own empowerment. You can choose to become bitter or better from your life circumstances. You can choose to see adversity as failure or as your stepping stone on your journey to success. Which option do you choose? Just remember, problems can either stop you or promote you. You have the power to turn your pain into gain. Wow, you know what, when I'm reading this today, even when I'm saying it to you right now, when I'm sharing this with you, I just have chills. Because guess what, this was a message for me. This was a message for me yesterday when I was served with another (laughs) invitation, so-called, to appear in another hearing with Michael. And now it's been over $60,000 between the two of us. We paid for this divorce and we were only married for four months before he filed for the first divorce. (laughs) It is so ironic and I will tell you it is so painful and I need this message like yesterday i needed this message and today as i'm standing there representing the women's resource center to end domestic violence i remember my story i remember what i'm living through now and i remember that i've got to get empowered now remember i told you that god gives us adversity and comforts us through it so we can then comfort others well this podcast i'm doing is for you this podcast actually takes a lot of work (laughs) i had to download special software sometimes things don't work and i have to re-record but you always get raw material whatever comes out is what you get unless it's poor sound quality i am sitting here right now since i got home and i went and i got some coffee from my friends i'm sitting here on the floor I took my earrings off. I'm sitting here still in my dress. If you go to my Facebook and you look what I wore today, I wore a yellow dress. And this yellow dress, I'm sitting right here on the floor with my laptop on the floor. And I'm recording this podcast for you. And then I'm going to write descriptions. I'm going to publish it so you can get it on your phone and listen to it. And this, you know what this is? This is the reverse of living water flowing out of my belly. Let me explain to you what this is so just you don't think I'm crazy. And when I say this, remember who's talking. Remember, you know my story from Anna slash about. You know that I was not raised in church. I just started attending church in 2011. I just came to Jesus um, and got baptized in 2014. So when I tell you This poem came to me, I'm going to read it to you, it's a devotional that I wrote for you called I am a child of God. When this came to me, I'm sitting there and thinking, what does it even mean? And I have to go look up online what I just said. So this doesn't come from me, it comes through me. So, I am a child of God. I am a child of God in Jesus Christ through my faith i became god's daughter with a grateful heart i accepted his sacrifice from my deepest being now flow the rivers of living water (laughs) i was like what does it mean girl what does it mean you just said this this came out of your head that you carry on your shoulders and you don't even know what that means and that's how i know this comes from the holy spirit so let me tell you John seven thirty eight says about the rivers of the living of living water and when I looked up the commentary it explains that number one uh, your belly it says flowing out of your belly your belly is that deepest being in you it's that Holy Spirit that lives in us once we accept Jesus and. The rivers of living water are the blessings, the gifts. When you receive from God, when I receive from God and I have been just receiving and receiving and receiving so much comfort, so much love, so much affection from God, that this podcast is that living water, is that extra blessing that flows straight to you out of my belly, my deepest being, the Holy Spirit in me. And that is so that you going through your adversity don't think that you're alone or that you're crazy or that you have to kill yourself. All those thoughts that I was thinking or that you're unworthy, unloved. You don't have to think that. I'm going to share the rivers of the living water flowing out of my belly with you. It all comes from the Holy Spirit inside of me. And I'm willing to put all this work to share this message with you. Now, if this empowers you, then you understand what it means that you only have spiritual gift if you share it. If you keep it to yourself, it's not a gift. So if I were to keep all of this to myself, be ashamed of my story, be ashamed that I've been traded in for a bicycle, be ashamed that my husband refused even having sex with me, saying he wants to save himself for his Iron Man, if I were ashamed, if I were not sharing with you about my suicidal thoughts, depression, and how I was finding that empowerment in the midst of all that craziness, it wouldn't be a gift. So if this, what you hear on this podcast is a gift to you, then you know you also have to go and share whatever God put on your heart, the rivers of living water flowing out of your belly, out of your deepest being. You gotta go and share it with those who need this message. This podcast you see on iTunes, and Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, everywhere you see it says that this is for Christian women. And that is truly my audience because the only way I was able to find empowerment going through these divorces with Michael is the Bible, is the truth of God's word. So John 738 in the Bible, go look it up, and I want you to also think how you can share the rivers of living water flowing out of your belly with those who need to hear this message. But um, I shared a lot of pain with you. I also want to share with you the poem I wrote on the other side of these divorces that is addressed to God and that's really how I feel. I feel that there is always hope. Even when you can't see, there were times I couldn't see any hope, I couldn't see beyond my pain from this divorces and abuse, mental cruelty I was enduring. But I want to share this poem, it's called Looking Back Into The Future. I look back and all I'm thinking is, wow, how so much goodness from pain do you even allow?" How are you actually making beauty out of dust, God? By your mercy, grace, and faithfulness, I am truly awed. You delivered me from so much adversity in life. You restored and healed me after each dangerous strife. Looking back, I feel only excited about what's coming. As the person you created me to be, I'm becoming. And I hope this poem will be a blessing to you. I hope it's comforting to you to know that empowerment is possible. You can find empowerment. I was not sharing this message on the other side of that adversity. I was in it. In fact, the third question Tamiko asked me was one of the major reasons why women are unable to live an empowered life is because of fear. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of the unknown, just to name a few. Tell us about a fear that you once had and how you were able to overcome it. And here is what I said, and remember this, is, this was all said the day after I was served with a second divorce, this January 2017. I have many fears right now, I have a great job, I own my own car, I have furniture, I have an MBA from a prestigious school, Georgia State University, I'm an award winning author, but I'm almost daily experiencing panic attacks due to my fears. Will I survive? Of course I will, I tell myself. You had a life on your own for years and you weren't surviving, you were thriving. So I have to bring logic when fears attack and I have to show myself courage by remembering my life achievements one by one. Am I letting God down, responding to my husband's request for divorce? That was one of my fears. I tell myself, the Bible says if an unbeliever husband wants to live with you, You must live with him, but if he wants to go, let him go. So, I have to remind myself the truth in the moments when fears attack and remembering the truth and declaring it courageously. And like I said, you're free from fear once you step into the empowering land of courage. So, the cure for fear is courage. I was in a place of depression fear finding daily courage and empowerment to even get up get out of the bed by the way if you want i'm going to share all of this in the show notes i'm going to share the notes from the talk i did on empowerment i'm going to share the poem i just read to you i'm going to share the devotional i am a child of god about the rivers of living water flowing out of your belly and my belly so if you just go to anasable.com slash empowered you will find the show notes there and all of this will be there um so that was what i wanted to share about tamiko laurie's empowerment event and now i want to tell you how tamiko empowered me after that event months went by and she actually came to my birthday party on january 18th was my birthday she came to my birthday party and we did amazing activities we just shared about self-care how we empower ourselves and others it was just great but on march 7th 2017 Michael and I had a mediation, divorce mediation, and during that divorce mediation, it was decided that I will finally be able to move out of this uh, marital residence where we lived. He paid me to move out, and it was depressing because you know from listening to previous podcasts that I love Michael even today and I wanted to be in this marriage with him and I was willing to work really hard on it, but he didn't and I endured so much mental cruelty. I was just going crazy in that house and that house in coming, was so far away and it was in a community where I didn't know people. It was just really, really tough. So now I was moving And my move out date was April 1st 2017 and I needed to pack up my stuff which was really a lot but I was so depressed Um, hold on it logged me out again I don't know why this computer is logging me out Uh, so basically I needed to move out and I needed to pack up and I remember it was evening I was depressed I was devastated I was just so down and I'm sitting there and um, she calls me Tamiko on the phone and she just came from out of town and she is like yeah I'm just resting I came out of town and I told her that I need to pack up and she said Oh Well, you live an hour and 25 minutes away from me So I don't know if I can come and I'm like no, you know, just don't you don't have to come So we hung up and she basically calls me back and she says listen No, I I want to help you. I want to be there for you and I want to pack up your house with you So I'm on my way. Let me just put some clothes on and I'll be there shortly in about one and a half hours <laughs> and when I thought about it I was like wow this woman was on a business trip she was working so hard working with people she must be exhausted she is willing to drive one and a half hours one way work with me on packing up my house and drive one and a half hours the other way that That was, you know how the Bible says that we gotta go and be church to His people, to Christ's people? She was church to me that evening. She came and it was just a great time, we had a meaningful conversation, I cried, she let me process my grief, and just the very fact that she was willing to come drive so far away to support me to give me a hand to be church to me to be a friend was empowering to me it really was so i told you about my domestic violence experiences i told you about the narcissistic abuse i endured in this marriage i was under the care of a trauma counselor in 2016 Um, I was just suicidal and depressed and in the midst of all of this, I was finding empowerment daily. Um, I wrote this poem. It's already been time flies. It's already been 28 minutes. So at the end of this, I want to share with you this poem that I wrote in my car. I didn't physically type it, of course, while driving. It was just, it comes to me, like I said, from the Holy Spirit, from that deepest being in me, the living waters, the rivers of living water flowing out of my belly. This is the result of it. So it's called Empowering Women. I'm going to read it to you, and then the music will play so you can just think about everything. So you can think about the empowerment you need every day and how to find it. So you can think about who you are in Christ. And so you can also think about... What is your gift? What is your gift to go and empower others to share your story? Because if you keep it to yourself, it's not a gift. And before I share this poem with you, I want to remind you: this was dedicated to Tamiko Lori Pew, the empowerment diva. I'm going to link to her website in the show notes at anaseibo.com/slash empowered. And if you enjoy this episode, I highly encourage you to please leave your review on iTunes so that other women just like you can find that podcast and be empowered as well. Okay, are you ready? (laughs) Here is the rivers of living water flowing out of my belly today. Empowering women. Empowerment is a concept of persevering, no matter what life offers to you at times. It's a decision to refuse fearing narcissists, abusers, and executors of other crimes. Empowerment is the antidote for violence. It's a way of saying no more from now on. It's the path to get you beyond survivance. To where you can thrive and finally move on. I myself need empowerment daily. And I support other women to share empowerment. Sometimes from abuse we can even think barely. And no one can help us, not even the government. Police, courts, judges, jurors, and attorneys can be deceived by other abusers oftentimes. When there is no help on our survival journeys, empowerment is the only way to confront crimes. Get empowered from knowing who you are in Christ. He loves and accepts you. He made you a masterpiece. To liberate you, His life He sacrificed. He set you free so you can be from abuse released. Raise up. Speak up. Stand up for yourself, get empowered and empower others. You are worthy of love, of Jesus Himself, so take no more of this abuse nonsense.